The national conversation in India continues to revolve around one dominant issue, violence against women. Protesters across the country are not letting up on their demands for justice for the young woman who died after being gang-raped in New Delhi last month. Her death shocked India and the world. But when it comes to violence against women, the problem goes far beyond one case, however brutal. Every year, tens of thousands of girls in India are forced into lives of violence and abuse. Those girls are the focus of a human trafficking industry, as Natalia Antalava reports from the northern state of Haryana. On a misty, chilly morning in the village of Bamla, a few dozen men lock arms, grunt and groan as they wrestle each other. Across the courtyard, others bathe in icy water. The men of northern India are famous for being strong, fit and single. Not one of these wrestlers is married. All of them were born just around the time when ultrasound technology made it possible to determine the sex of fetuses and to abort the ones that are girls. The UN says today an estimated 50 million women and girls are missing in India because of an illegal yet widespread practice of female feticide and infanticide. The Indian government disputes these estimates, but the reality of life in Haryana is hard to argue with. Rishi Kant is a social activist. It's such a social issue that every house is facing this problem. Every house is facing in Haryana, Punjab. There are people, there are young boys who are not getting girls. And when you talk to them, they are frustrated. This frustration is breeding a network of organised crime across the country. Unable to find wives for their sons, more and more families resort to buying them instead. I follow police as they raid a house in Haryana, looking for a 14-year-old girl. She's sweeping the floor when we enter. She stands in the middle of a room, clutching a broom in her hand, as policemen in beige uniforms tower above her, asking questions. Then, suddenly, a small older woman breaks the circle of police. I've paid for her, she screams. She's saying that the parents were there when the girl was given away in marriage to her son. And that she comes from a poor family and is just being accused of things she's not done. But the girl, Ruksana, tells the police that she was kidnapped, sold into marriage. Then, day after day, for the past year, she's been humiliated, beaten and raped. Only once she managed to get hold of a cell phone, she called her father. That's how police tracked her down. A week after Ruksana's rescue, we travel across the country to India's border with Bangladesh to visit the girl in her village. Here at home, Ruksana tells me more about the day her childhood ended. I was walking home during my lunch break at school. Three men came behind and dragged me into a car. I screamed, but they showed me a knife and said they would kill me. They brought me to train station and put me on the train to Delhi. Then we drove to the village at night by car. At the house in the village, there were three men, my so-called husband and his brothers and their mother. I was made to do all the housework. If I didn't do it well, they beat me. Ruksana doesn't want to talk about the rape. Everyone. 
the whole village knows my story i will never be able to get married now i just want to stay at home and go back to school according to the latest police data almost 35000 children were reported missing in india in 2011 most of them girls but police sources say a poor reporting system means the real number is much higher and that every year tens of thousands of girls are sold into prostitution domestic slavery and increasingly into marriage in the northern states of india many victims like roxana come from west bengal after weeks of trying i managed to meet a man who sells women for a living he doesn't want to give his name but says that business is very good the demand is rising so i have been able to buy three houses back in delhi i traffic 150 to 200 girls a year i tell parents we are taking them for work i get them to a placement agency in the city then what happens is not my concern police know what i do i have to pay them in every state that i work in i have run into trouble with authorities but i'm not worried if i go to jail i will be able to bribe myself out god shabdan at the police headquarters in west bengal officials denied specific allegations of complicity and payoffs although they admit that generally corruption is a problem the head of the anti trafficking unit for west bengal also told me that officers desperately need more resources to fight a growing trafficking network even greater though some argue is the need for attitudes to change in one haryana village i attended a meeting of influential community elders they came together to discuss some of the pressing issues even before the notorious delhi rape case one speaker addressed what he called an alarming increase in rape cases he said the reason for it is the lack of modesty among women and this is how another man explained the practice of aborting baby girls aajkal samaj bahut zyada shikshit ho chuke these days society has become very educated and the girls have started eloping with their lovers when girls bring shame on their own parents and behave like that who would want a daughter but anyway it's women who prefer to do these abortions men have no part in it 25 year old rupa told me she never wanted to have an abortion she says she was trafficked sold into marriage then forced to have two abortions because both times she was pregnant with a girl in india the cycle of abuse carries on for the world i'm natalia antalava haryana india the conversation about india's gender troubles continues online see what people around the world are saying and add your thoughts just visit theworld.org/worldgender or tweet using the hashtag worldgender